Welcome to Toffee Blue View, your source for all things Everton. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the gang is all here. That's right. That's right. I'm I'm Jerry and I'm here. Max is here. Edward is here. And yes, I'm not lost. Yes, and well, I because I, I, David's been been uh, technically unavailable for a couple of weeks now. So dun dun dun, David is back as well. Yes. Edward and David, welcome back, guys. It's brilliant to have you. Uh, it, we're, this is our first four-person show. Yes, and the reason Mama. we are doing it is because this is actually our fiftieth podcast episode. Yes, and do we have anything special planned? Yes, we're, we're going to have four opinions on Everton stuff, and that's our super <laughs> specials. Yeah, it's it's a normal show, except we get, we're get rolling four deep. For the pod people out there, just to kind of give you a summary of what our show is going to look like, we're going to start you off with a Swansea reaction, and I'll give you a hint. It's, it's yeah, not great. Crap. Yeah, it's not great, folks. Um, it's, it's the way you feel, just so you know. Um, next, uh, we're going to talk about the rumors about Allardyce, and Allardyce, Walsh, Marcel Bruns, Raiola, all those, all the, who's going to get fired, who's going to come in, we don't know, but there's a bunch of stuff floating around, let's talk about it. Um, and lastly, we're going to talk a Newcastle preview, uh, that's who we play this weekend, yeah. And it's I know we, not a weekend though. Oh, is it, what, what day is it actually? Monday night. Oh, it's a Monday, Monday night football, yes. Now, if Hi. I if I say that here in America, people look at me like I'm an idiot. So, <laughs> uh, so so guys, just just to kind of let's funnel in. How many of you were actually at the U23 game? Yeah, I was. David, Edward, Max. I'm assuming you spared your 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 feelings and, and decided to to not put yourself through that. No, I, I didn't put myself through it. To be honest, I think I am. After because I, I was at the I was at the Grand National on Saturday, and so oh. unfortunately that caused me to miss the uh, the Swansea game. Um, and you know, how'd you, me, how'd you get on to in me, the national? That's what I was going to uh, ask. One one a good few. Um, I think the 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 food bills covered for the next few weeks, Jerry. So uh, that's that's what you said you needed, man. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but um, to to me, surprise! I got a lovely surprise when I looked at me phone and I saw Everton one nil up and. Um, I think uh, that that put a bit more confidence in myself and made me uh, splash out the cash a bit more. But um, by yes, the but end, that's coming in. But, oh. You know, <laughs> ever Everton just do Everton. They never ended on a high for you, do they? So um. I think that kind of influenced me me feeling towards the under twenty threes game because I was I was definitely going to watch it, but I know I, I I thought it was an eight o'clock kickoff, but it was a quarter two, wasn't it, or a half past? It was it was a seven. Oh, well, it was, seven, it was yeah. early, yeah. Uh, so I think I missed, I, I saw updates going through, and I, as, as soon as I saw, you know, we were 1-0 down, 2-0 down, I thought, same old, same old against Liverpool, really. Yeah. To, to be fair, it wasn't it wasn't one of them games at all. Um, no, I, I no, was wondering how many people at home would be thinking, a uh, classic, but as I said, for 20 minutes, Everton went on top, and then they conceded the soft penalty, and... They just couldn't find a way back into the game, and then they scored no goal. And I think from there, 
they just it's not the stuff now, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, defensively, they weren't they weren't too bad. The, the third goal, they were they were all over the place. But I think the um, it was offensively, and I I, I love Fraser Holmby. By the way, I think he's quality. He's mm. going to be a good player. But he was he, he was the man. He was kind of charging down the ball, but. Getting, you know that classic way that the, the lone striker chases the ball down, but the midfield yeah. don't go with him. So there were just triangles around him, and mm. then when they, we did go forwards, there was too wasteful, nothing happening, and yeah, it was it was just a frustrating performance. The way I saw it, I just thought I think we just like too wasteful. Like in in fact, it was opposite of the uh, first team because we went too quick with the ball, and everyone was just too panicking, like getting rid of it all the time. And doing all these like stupid tricks and that. Who are you talking about there? Because I, I know one guy. I, I, ha- I have a guess. Big, I have a guess who you're talking go on, about. Go on, yeah, no, I thought you were saying uh, talking about David Hinnon. Yeah, all day. Yeah. Every time I've watched the under twenty threes a lot this year, and every single time, it, all he seems to do is the he's, he's like a Yannick Balassi type player. Mm. You know the. There's no end product at all with yeah. him. And, you know, I'm not getting on his back because I, I like him. You know, we first come, we were all confident to be in the first team. But trust me, I've watched a lot of the under-23s this year. He, he's not good enough at the moment. I'm not saying he never will be, but he needs to, he needs to, to start honest, producing. Like, I think he's just trying to do something different and, like, get actual attention for it, though. Because if you think about it, he's been there how many years now? Three years at least in the under-23s and not got any further when other people have. So yeah, but there, there's your alarm bell straight away. Yeah, you know, exactly. the lads who, who have come in and he hasn't. I think mm. that they, you know he went on loan to Fleetwood as well, if I remember mm. correctly, not so long ago, yeah. and he's back in Ireland under twenty three. So I thought that um, the uh, Sambu was, I think it was Sambu, wasn't it, that came on and scored? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was impressive when he did come on. I thought he was yeah. decent, decent on the ball. Yeah, when yeah. Hinnon went on loan, I think he had really injury issues, which seems to be like when when young players go on loan to championship sides, that's what you tend to see often is they're just mm, yeah. an injury-riddled year, you know? And, and Galloway, Garber, Hennon, I can think of that's three. And there's there. and there's there's a there's a long Dowell. list. I know when Dowell first went out to the championship, he was having issues. But then they go back and they, they keep getting stronger and they keep getting stronger. And I, I think it's a really good thing. But Hinnon mm. never really – he didn't really go very often. And uh, right now his contract's almost up. You know? Ooh, I, I'd, I'd, I'd be very surprised if, if Everton offer him a new contract. Unless, but then, but then it's, it's unfair, I suppose, because although I say I've watched a lot of them, you know – I haven't even watched all the home games, never mind the away performances. So I don't know what he's doing throughout the whole mm. year, but I'd probably watch the cause of the fixes this year. Then he hasn't done that much for me. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, it was quite a turnout actually that night, wasn't it? it was quite yeah. a crowd. Not yeah. lot for it. I don't know if I would have elected to go if I wasn't being paid to go because no. I, I, I was there last weekend. The um, they got beat 4 0 alone by West Ham. It just felt oh, like ev- yeah. everybody's Ooh. already kind of down to us a little bit. Kind of yeah. like the first team. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Flip flops on already. I was psyched yeah. they were put uh, they put it on YouTube. That's that's you know, doffing the cap to the club for don't doing that. Don't they normally that. do it? That is awesome. Don't they, no, don't they, they normally don't, do it. Like, they don't normally do that. Mm. Right? Yeah. I I was yeah. psyched. I was like, holy holy hell, I get extra football today. This is wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, well I, was, I, I yeah, go on, sorry, mate. Oh no, I was gonna, I was gonna say, but then I saw us 
give up that soft penalty after what I thought was a dominant performance to that point. Mm-hmm. And then I saw mm-hmm. an own goal and I was like, you know what? I don't I I don't need to hurt myself today. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah. I do that, care that about watching the kids play. You know? <laughs> oh, it, it was bad. I felt so bad for him. Because I, th- I, I did think, I think it's a, I think Unsworth does well. Mm-hmm. You know, with that yeah. with that level. It'll, he has it'll, a, be in, go ahead. it'll be interesting to see how the summer goes with Unsworth. I, I, whether he'll still be there or not, I think. Well, he's got, he's got the uh, shaven look at the minute, so he's worried. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Where did that get in trouble in that? Like Martin Coleman. Um, <laughs> well, you know what? To be fair, I don't think necessarily. Don't leave. Don't, no, no, don't, don't leave. I don't think necessarily he's at risk in terms of Everton kind of sacking him. I think he may be in a position where he thinks he he needs to move on he needs to go out and test himself. Yeah. Yeah. Because. There's de- definitely been a change of almost feeling or tone with that under twenty three side from last season. I think that 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 move he had to the first team for a while has has left some sort of a taste in his mouth, maybe. Well, it probably has a little strange vibe around the with the team as well. Not just with him, but the team's like, oh, you were there, and then we had someone else, and we we're trying to get used to them, and now you're back, and it's just kind of a. And you knew that he's, you know, that he's interviewing for other jobs, which he yeah. did. Yeah, you know, I heard you know he was yeah. really close to the Oxford job, right? Yeah, um, yeah. they've sort of, they sort of bond since the Oxford thing came up, hasn't it? I think, like personally, I've I've seen like it, the results have gone down a lot, a mm. bit like Watford in well, a way. When that um, they had City about a month ago, um, they could have still been in a shot with the title there, and they were two 0 up, and they ended up getting be four three, yeah, and that was basically it, gone and. You know, you're kind of still in your head thinking that they're there or thereabouts. They just can't win it. But when you have a look at the league now, they're, they're quite far down. They're down six mm. or seven, I think. So they, mm. they have really dropped off. But... Oh, well. It's a strange time for them, though, because I think the first team. There, was, there was a decent a amount of U23s that have come up, though, that were kind of key yeah. players that we've also loaned out. We loaned out yeah. a lot of key players, and some of them came up. So it's weird. They're in transition a little bit. But I think yeah. players like, you know, we'll see a lot more players like Lewis Gibson next year. Um, he was impressive, actually. I thought he was all right. I mean, he, he was given the, the captain's armband, and what is he, like 17? Oh. He's really young. Oh, we, should, we should give it a, a shout. So I got pulled on this yesterday by Patrick Boyland. I saw it. <laughs> but, uh, I totally yeah. saw it. <laughs> but he had a very valid point, to be fair. He said, you know, we should give a shout-out to the under-18s, and we should, mm-hmm. um, because they they've... They've uh, pretty much sewn up second, I think it is. Yeah. Um, they have had a decent season, so you know, hopefully, there's some good players going through there. Um, Elliot Richards, uh, the, the captain there, he's a good player, mm. and I'm definitely not just saying that because he followed me on Twitter a couple of days huh. ago. Uh, now we all know that too. <laughs> oh. Now, what's the what's the young the young uh, the young player that played? Uh, with the first team briefly, only for like five minutes in the, um, he's like 16 years old. Oh, Anthony Gordon. Yeah. Gordon? Anthony Gordon, yeah. yeah. So he's playing with 18s, right? Mm. The Oracle over there, Max. (laughs) (laughs) He's a machine. So yeah, uh, a little bit disappointing for the U23s this season, but the 18s are doing well, which is awesome. Uh, Yeah. I'll keep watching them anytime they're on, though. 
So yeah, Everton, keep putting them on. YouTube, let's do it. Um, so, I guess that's it for U23's uh, Derby that didn't go so well. So, we should uh, get into the Swans' reaction, uh, which might turn into us just staring at the cameras. Um, because that's sort of, yeah, it's kind of how we felt. Uh, really bored, I think. Uh, just a dull game. Edward, we saw uh, your match, re- your instant match reaction, where you were you're once again not a happy camper, my friend. Uh, so, uh, I think we all can kind of guess this, but what's the vibe like? What was the vibe well, like at the game? I think, to be honest, the entire the entire game, basically, I think was the worst away support I think I've ever been in. Like, I mean, I think even Leicester and that was better because mm. like, there was no singing right off from the off. Um, and to be honest, there was only really one chant that was on throughout the entire entire game. And I'm going to try and keep a PG, so I won't repeat. That one was, that one was that a negative used. one, was it not? <laughs> yes. Very derogative. Very derogative towards a certain... Mr. Sam Allardyce. Mm. But, I mean, once we got the goal, the mood perked up a bit. But then as soon as halftime came, everyone knew we weren't going to keep the lead. Like, I mean, I, I was even saying at like, halftime, unless we go out fighting, we are not going to hold it because we're Everton and we can't, we can't seem to do that at the minute. Mm. Um, and then once, once we conceded that goal, I mean, I, I think actually most fans will say at the end of that game, we were very lucky to get a point out of that. Like, I mean, and Swansea, they were incredible, incredible yeah. support all, all game. All yeah, game. That, 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 that was a huge game for Swansea. And I think me, me and Jerry discussed, discussed it in depth that, you know, we expected Swansea to come out fighting just to, to distance themselves from that relegation battle. And with Jordan, mm-hmm. Jordan Ayew coming back into the side, he was also always going to be a massive threat and, Lo and behold, he got Swansea's goal. What, what really surprised me about Everton, although as I said, you know, I expected Swansea to be raring to go from the off, was the amount of shots that we let let on let let on goal. Mm. I think it was eleven Swansea shots, and the, the, the amount of time Jordan Jordan um, Pickford was tested, it it, it really um, it it surprised me really. I, I expected the, the the midfield and. The defense to be really aware of of what they were up against, but mm. I think um, th- there was one instance I, saw, I I just caught the highlights, and there was an instance where Luciano Nathan got absolutely um, put, put Adam Runner on on Wayne Rooney, and then Wayne Rooney ended up on his ass. I mean, and he was bearing down on goal, and if, if it wasn't for Idrissa Gay coming across, then you know we probably would have been one nil down there. But um, I think this adds weight to the argument that. Schneidlin and Rooney struggled to play together because you know the the, the how open that defence was was left. Shall I say you know we're going into next season that really needs to be addressed and sorted. The defence really needs a lot more cover than it's been getting. Yeah, yeah. Max. I think we made a mistake though of thinking that not, we we felt confident that Swan, Swansea were going to go attacking and they were going to be lively. Mm. However, we made the mistake of thinking our manager might might go on the offensive and that we, we might mm. think, hey, you know, we, we got nothing to lose right now. We got not a whole lot to play for. Let's just go. And mm. what a 
What a letdown. <laughs> we were idiots, just saying. Uh, so, yeah, we, I mean, uh, uh, but you know what? In hindsight, what? I mean, how could we not see this coming? You know, it's Sam. How could we not see it coming? Um, David, did you manage to come around and see anything about this game? No, so when you said we, so when you said we didn't see coming, I I hundred percent did see coming. Um, yeah, I I was in I was after the farm in the morning. Morning, I had the under eighteen game, and I'd already got me ninety minutes there. And you know they were playing bottom of the league, and they, they were winning two 0 pulled back two two, and eventually won three two. And it was just a limp performance. And I thought, you know what, I've got no interest in putting myself through this for another ninety minutes with the first team. Mm-hmm. Um, the issue is that the season's done. Make make no bones about it. We can try and big up any kind of games that are left, but it's finished. There's yeah. there's nothing. There's no sort of competitive edge at all left of the season. Um, it's it's just going to be it's going to basically be friendlies under the tag of Premier League games, and it, it's just it that's exactly what it was going to be on the weekend. The only competitive edge would be coming from the the home side, not Everton. I didn't expect us to win the game at all. In, in fact, I was very supli- surprised that we actually got anything out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I, I just I, I've got no interest in watching them at the moment. I will do certainly the home games. I'll be there, um, but I, I just want the season to be over with. Um, to be honest, I, I'm sorry, go on. No, you're all right. Good. So the whole you probably, thing, you I probably saved I... me. To be honest, mate. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually think. He will go for it in one away game in particular. And I think that's going to be the final one at the end of the season. Not just because it's the final game of the season, but because it's against a former team. And he always he seemed to like to go for it against former teams. I, Palace. I don't even know what Aldice's go for is, to be honest. No, what, 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 sorry, mate. I was just going to say, what's pissed me off big time is the fact that, you know, when when he was pulled up and when he was um, asked about um, has he achieved his goal, he, you know, he said, he said that, you know, the, the goal had already been achieved. <laughs> and, uh, you know, to be so short-sighted and such to have such a limited view on the job that you need to perform in, I, I really don't understand as a, you know, looking at a Premier League manager, how once he feels that his team are away from relegation, how he doesn't reassess and look at what he can achieve rather than just holding his hands up and saying, you know, we've done what we need to do. That mm. I think that really did, it, it summed up the approach that we've had for every single game, yeah. really. Here's, here's my thing, that, you know, I'll I'll become such a hated figure there, but, and, which I yeah. totally get. Yeah. But I I don't hate him, and just hear me out before we go into it. I don't like him in any way, I've made that pretty clear, but... Allardyce has come in and done exactly yeah. what we expected to do. Yeah. And basically exactly what we, we he got signed up for. <clears throat> the, the, the the big issue goes back to we never needed to press that panic button when we did. And that's yeah. it. So that's where the frustration for me comes into it. Because we knew we'd beat the teams below us at home, which we've done. You know, we we knew we wouldn't pick many points up away from home, which we haven't. And we knew we wouldn't be competitive against the, the teams above us, and we haven't. But that is the blueprint for any Aldice team. So that's yeah. where the frustration come in, really, isn't it? That it's not so much... It's why I don't hate them. It, it's basically like going to B&Q and buying red, red paint and then complaining that the paint's red. I know, this is, I know. This is, we, this is what we've got as a manager. <laughs> I, I agree com- completely with what you've just said. It was, you know, that, that this is why 
the, the majority of my anger came out, at, you know, before when he was just appointed, before he'd even yeah. play a game, because it was also almost as if it was, you know, there was a projection of what would happen as, mm. with Allardyce as, as, the, as manager of your club. It, it become, you know, it being, but the, the fan and, and the club become very segregated, I think, and it just it seems to be. The manager doesn't so much represent the club. The manager stands on his own and, and is for his own image. And I feel like that's Sam Allardyce down to a T. Mm. Um, and that's why I projected all, um, predicted all these problems. And seeing them happen in front of me, it doesn't really surprise me. Takes the I mean, takes the praise, shifts to the blame. Yeah, uh, basically. When David said, I, I, "I'm going to agree," I don't, I don't hate him. Okay, because as we talked about last week, Max, it still could have gone worse. Mm. This this whole thing could have gone worse. What I where I'm disappointed is I was hoping this is a stupid thing to hope. So I'm just gonna say it, but it's a stupid thing to hope. But I was hoping that maybe Allardyce surprises us. Maybe mm, yeah. he comes in with all this, all these statistics and pragmatism, and it works. Maybe mm. that would happen. And, and that is that is not. This is we are so not surprised. We we are sitting here with blank looks on our faces because we are not shocked in any way. Mm. You know, Allardyce says my goal my goal has been reached. We've already reached the goal. Well, then, dude, why are you trying to salvage a tie against Swansea? Mm. Tell mm. me that. Why are you trying to get a draw? Why are you just trying to salvage yeah. one point? What What are you thinking? You know, you, we, we get scored on, and his response is, let's get a center back in there. Let's get another. Let's take an offensive player out. Let's take out an attacker yeah. and put in Funes Mori. I'm glad to see Funes see? Mori play. I'm glad. You know, great. He's getting some minutes. But, dude, do you want to win? What's the point? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I think a lot of – I think – I know some people that are a bit like – when Allardyce did come in, they were like, oh, right, well, you know, it's at least – We'll know we'll be all right, I guess. But I was actually willing. I think I said I was willing to give him a chance right until I think it was normally around United, maybe. And then I realised we're not going to do anything with this guy um, because I was willing. I was really, really, in a way, wanting him as well to take this opportunity, grab the bull by the horns and go for it and actually prove himself not to just be a small club manager. I but agree he's not, with you. He's, he's just not done it. He's not done it. And to be honest, if he did get seventh this season, I would have said, you know what? Stick around next season. You know, prove prove to all of us that you can do better. But mm. no, he's, he's not done it for me. And to be honest, I just want him gone. Even now. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure I said on, on, on the, one of the podcasts that we've done that, if he was to stay on as manager, he needed to win in the derbies. He needed a good cut run or to win the cup. I needed to get seventh. Yeah. He, he literally hasn't achieved any of them. David, mm-hmm. I thought I thought what you actually said was what Sam needs to do. Oh, there you go. No, I'm gonna bullshit. That's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> now you, you just took the air out of the show. the way you set me up. Well, go on, we, we have to hear it now. No, I thought you were going to... Yeah, see, Sam needs to salvage a tie. Salvage one point against Swansea away, and then he'll get to keep his job. Uh, see, the punchline is blown. Uh, so my most infuriating moment of the game was Funes Mori coming in for Belasti, just because I think strategically that, that pisses me off. 
Um, that's my mo- my my most angry moment because oh, I yeah. I thought I'll, I'll, oh sorry go ahead sorry I was just going to ask one question why did Gay come off the Balangimi? I thought it was because he was coming off an injury and he was worried that he yeah, was going to get hurt late on. Could, yeah, yeah, he's coming off this injury. I, I, funnily enough, I know, I know I saw a lot of Evertonians letting out a lot of anger with that um, Balassi for Funes Murray mm-hmm. substitution. But looking at the substitution for me, all the lads that came on, I was glad to see in the team. I know, I know that sounds like... No, I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. That is I'm true. I'm looking for the needle, uh, a, a needle in the haystack, trying to find a positive here. But, you know, to see Banangimi get some minutes, to see Vlasic particularly come back into the side and to see, hey. as you say, uh, Funes Mori coming back from injury, I, I, I'll take positives from that. That's literally the next thing I had on the card, that we had mm-hmm. we had a Vlasic signing. at Sadly, at the 80, 87th minute... It looks like, Please. which it's not really a whole lot of time for that, for That's going to be it now. He, he, he's not playing for the rest of the season. And he might not. You know, but it's it's cool. And the good thing is I, we didn't play him on the wing. We played him as a center attacking mid. So that Rooney role, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I'd like, love to see him try that. That would be awesome because I think that's his best position. You know, so it'd be great to give him a whirl there. Great. You know, I'm wondering what he's doing right now that Clausen is not. But mm. but you know what? Good. Yeah. He's worked his way back. That's awesome. And Beningame, that's great. He got time. I want him in the. I want him in the squad. Mm. I don't think we'll ever figure out how to pronounce his name. You want? I said Beningame <laughs> forever because that's what everybody on TV was saying, and then everybody changed it to Beningame, and I'm just pissed off. <laughs> you know. So anyway, whatever. Hard life, isn't it, Gary. <laughs> I, all right, so just to just to clarify really quick, um, they did score right after Gay went out. I don't think it was beca- yeah. because uh, Benny. Let's call him Benny because Benny came yeah. in. I don't think it had anything to do with that. But it was it was an, uh, kind of a coincidence that right after he went out, they scored. Mm. Just saying. Mm. Um, Look though as well going into that when you think about it, because Car- you could see Carroll wasn't making a pass; he was making a shot. Mm. It just got very lucky in the fact that it hit the wrong part of the boot. Yeah, but that. I don't know if you remember when Martinez was manager, like specifics. But you know how many times that happened to us? It was over yeah. and over again. A bad bounce happens to go right to their player, and he taps it in. That happened over and over again, and I'm convinced that happens when when you when other teams just get lots of opportunities. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it got you know it goes back to my point. I think we like far too many shots at, mm-hmm. in on goal and. For the man that was his fault for the goal, I thought from from watching the highlights, I thought he had a terrific game in terms of going forward. But but Seamus Coleman just unfortunate with that that clearance. It went mm. it went straight to the Swansea man. Mm. But um, I was I was really I was really impressed with him, Seamus Coleman and Cheng Tosin particularly for our goal. Mm. Um, I think seeing Coleman playing the way he is, seeing Baines play the way he is, it really. It gives me hope going forward that you know if a new manager is to come in, he'll see that you know our attacking potential does come from down the flanks, and it gives the new manager something to go off really, which is a a huge positive given how I how much how lost we look in term in terms of a footballing identity. Um, as far as who played well, uh, I thought Gay did his thing, his normal thing. Uh, mm. You know, I thought he did well, and I thought I thought Coleman. Aside from that clearance, uh, I thought Coleman. But really, 
I can't. Also, Schneiderlin actually. Schneiderlin's been time. playing all right lately. You know, past He's two games. Done something. Yeah. So right now, though, it was just a game where I didn't think a whole lot of people stood out for good or bad reasons. I just thought we we went in with a really negative game plan and our tactics were not were not optimal. You know, yeah. and that's what I thought struggled the bit the most was our tactics. Um, Support was bad and the team was bad. To be honest, it was just crap game all around. We picked a heck of a year to start a fan YouTube channel, guys. A fan podcast. The Toffee Blues Twitter and Facebook account came out and asked uh, followers for uh, their three word <laughs> their three three word match reaction. So I'm I'm gonna go ahead and preface this, okay? There was like so many responses that that involved Allardyce and how we need to get Sam out, how he's got a, a, a rather oh, abundant chest made oh, of gravy. Yeah. Just all of that stuff is. I, I left most of those out, okay? The ones that flat out refer to Allardyce because we know. We know what everybody thinks, okay? Mm. I went with the ones that were a little bit different, okay? So, and I'm starting off with possibly the most difficult name to pronounce, and, and I'm sorry to this poor person Talgabet. Or Tolgabet Gelegnayam. So yeah, I, I that's my that's my best attempt. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Tal says missing old Everton. Yeah. Mm. And that was from Facebook. John Jones said bored to tears. Uh, is my good friend John Jones. <laughs> John John Jones uh, from Facebook, yeah. So David's very, thinking very, of different. John, I'm thinking very, of different. John Jones. Yeah, do you know what John Jones? I'm thinking of David. Uh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. John Bon Jones. Didn't know he was a balloon. All right. Uh, next, Gemma Brown says, "Make it stop." That's three words from Facebook. Uh, Richard Gwyneth Jones says or asks, "Season over yet?" Um, and Billy Haynes just totally tosses Everton out, out of the window and says, what's new, John? Uh, just forgets the prompt. And I like that. I like just, just asking John how, what's new. You know, that's great. Asking John Jones. I, I, don't, I, th- <laughs> I think he was asking John from the Toffee Blues. Shout out to John. Shout out, Shout to, John. out to John. I've never actually said your name out loud before. I always say it starts yeah, with a J. But he likes to stay behind. He doesn't like his name coming out. He's That's the man why. behind the curtain, you know? He's like Batman. 50. <laughs> All right, so to finish these up, Twitter. Twi- Blank from Twitter says, couldn't be bothered. And uh, I think David was feeling you on that one on Saturday. Uh, mm. Jesse, who uh, happens to have two cherries by, by the name Jesse, uh, said perfect Sam performance. I think Sam did want that performance, so there you go. Yeah, uh, Ben Richardson also from Twitter says Everton still ninth with exclamation points. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming there are a lot of these with some sarcasm. Just saying. Uh, Scott Beeman says above West Brom. That's this is true. Uh, Abayo says Fox. Yeah, these are facts. Abayo says, more bleach, please. 
That's uh, yeah. That's agree with that. Must, must be clean in the bathroom. And lastly, I did tell you that there was there was one. I I I, I thought I was going to cut out all the gravy ones, but I just like this one from Lee Williams. The summary: the instant match reaction. Three words: Bisto gravy granules. <laughs> That's what I thought when I watched the game. Wonder who that's about. Yeah, it's, it's a great, it's a great note to end on. I'll give you that. See, I wanted, I, I wanted to go weird, so let's do it. Um, so that's that's uh, that's all of them. That's everybody. Thank you for everybody for chipping in your three word match reactions. If we didn't read yours, keep doing them. We'll probably do it next time. So yeah. Uh, anything else on this dull, dull, dull game that we witnessed on Saturday? Same old Sam. SOS, no. interestingly enough. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess that's it for our Swansea match reaction. So I, we, uh, we have decided that we are going to talk a little bit about these recent rumors. Earlier in the week, some stuff hit uh, one of the publications that said Allardyce and Walsh are going to be leaving at the end of the season. Uh, I'm guessing that's early May. So um, there's that rumor. Uh, then there's another rumor that said uh, Marcel Brantz from PSV is, uh, is incoming. It's going to happen. So, uh, of course, Brantz came out the past two days and commented on his future said, yeah, there's been some contact, but I feel it'd be really tough to leave this place. I haven't made a decision yet. But he didn't say no, did he? Never has mm-hmm. he said no. And I found that interesting, just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, lastly, there is something about uh, the possibility of Mino Raiola uh, functioning as an advisor of sorts for Everton moving forward, which is interesting because um, I didn't know he knew anything. Th- I thought the only thing he saw was green. Yeah. Hmm. So, be interesting how that plays out. Um, I have no idea how that relationship would really work. Jerry, Jerry, are you making a allegation beyond that Ooh. statement? There, I am saying. Ooh. Could you clarify for the audience? I I think he uh, he doesn't take normal baths like you and I. I think he takes a bath in a pile of cash. I mean, he he does have a, he does do a lot of expensive transfers. We must admit. So, how will the Mino Raiola thing work? We don't know. And one last connection, one last um, uh, additional connection. Supposedly, uh, Moshiri has, has gotten with Georges Mendez and said, hey, I want one of your managers, Fonseca or Silva. Interesting, because he represents both of those. So it's a, it appears as though if all things go to plan for Moshiri, it's a situation where we may have Mendez and, Mendez and Raiola and connections there Helping us get transfers and all that kind of stuff. Similar to Isn't the Mendes, the agent of Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. I believe that's correct. Um, yeah, he's a Portuguese agent, and he's the one. Ooh. Mendes has that relationship with Wolves, mm-hmm. and that Ooh. everybody says that's one of the reasons that why they're they're just blowing up now. So yeah. yeah, taking all of that stuff into account, all right. How much do you think is actually true? Uh, what do you, and what do you think will actually happen? And how optimistic would you be about about the, those moves moving forward? Okay, so I have to start with somebody, and since I, uh, David was last last time, let us start with him. Uh, how much do you think of all that stuff I just said is actually true, 
and what do you think is actually going to happen? I wish I would have listened now, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm <only> messing. Um, <laughs> I, the Ray Older one is so strange for me because I think to what capacity could could a player, a super agent, because he's not just an agent, he's a super agent, mm. isn't he, really? To what capacity could he be involved with a Premier League football club? Because that stinks right off the, off the bat there. And I think about that, you know, you, you touched on the Wolves connection. There's something not quite right about all that. Um, and, you know, the EFL have, have got involved in that over the past few months and, it just doesn't sit right. I, I suppose it's working, but I'm just not convinced how much of a role these agents could actually play in terms of advising the club. Whether mm. it's all just a roundabout way of getting in bed with them so we can get their their personnel, it probably sounds about right. If the if listen, if the deal suits both parties, I'm happy with it. I don't particularly like like them, especially Raiola, because it he is the most obvious money grabber out there. Um but if there's a way we can benefit from it, then fine. But, but it needs to make we need to make sure that we are we are benefiting from any deals that are made. Um, in terms of the, what's his name from PSV? How would you say his name? Marcel Bronze, Marcel I believe. Bronze, yeah. Um, well, he's, he, he, obviously he's been successful at PSV. They just won the league, haven't he? Um, but I don't know. It's uh, I'm not convinced by this director of football role. I don't know. Maybe Steve Walsh has just ruined it for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm not convinced by the whole structure. I think it works very well in, at some in some levels in around Europe. But I don't know. I don't know where to stand on that one. Max, it is your turn. All right. What do you think about all this? Uh, about all this stuff? How much do you think it's true? What do you think will actually happen? And what's your optimism meter? Where does it stand? I take into consideration how cautious David is about about the whole Raiola and um, George Mendes scenario, but I think you know as 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 Dave said, they very much are super agents, and they are they are people in the world of football that that you know they they transcend the game and make the media. And I, in in my personal opinion, I think that will do the profile of, of the club. And, and the name Everton Football Club, I, I, I really do think that would do us favours. We know the type of names that those two are associated with. And I think, you know, it's the phrase that Jerry uses every single time. It, it, Farhad Mashiri's sexy name, isn't it? You know, he, he goes after these sexy names in the world of football. And I think it's absolutely fantastic for the profile of the club to, to you know, to, to, what, to what extent they will believe that they'll actually come off. I think that... Um, of course, you need to be cautious because uh, you know we're Everton. And... I suppose going off Max's point there is I'm thinking an ethical basis where yeah. you know where the question marks in. But then yeah, you forget that we're talking about probably one of the most unethical sports in the world. Yeah. So I suppose what yeah, are you yeah. trying to infer there, David? That we that we uh, always talk about one of the most unethical sports in the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Edward, what are you thinking? Marcel Brands, if he did come in, I I don't know. I like we did all right with transfers beforehand, like before the whole director of football thing even happened. So whether we go back to that, I I don't know for sure. Um, as for the whole thing with Sam Allardyce and Steve Walsh, I kind of do hope it happens. 
Um, as with Mino Rowler, to be honest, if we're if we're getting play if we're getting the decent decent players with Rowler, then I'll let it slide. But I don't I don't like I don't like any kind of business that we've done with him at all because it normally just ends bad for us. Just on the the, the Steve Walsh Allardyce director of football situation, I and I, I know David criticised the, the the structure that comes along with that. Um, I feel it very much is a European continental approach. And obviously, of course, with the rumours that Alston's going to rugby league, I feel like the you know we're, we're, we're crawling in the right direction, I think is the right phrase. I am a fan of it because I've seen, you know, plenty of examples in Europe of it being, you know, a successful model. And I feel definitely, you know, if, you know, as we say, bon, if Fonseca um, or Silva comes in, you know, a European manager... And you know, a, a European director of football, it gives us this very European feel, and I, I think it's an approach that just you know we haven't ha- we haven't had it ever, and we've seen it happen at all these other football clubs in the Premier League around us. And I, f- I feel if this approach was to be implemented on Everton, I feel it'd be a right step in the project because we very much are a project club at the minute as I've said in in the past and I feel like that is a step in the right direction last summer and, and this season you know we've made plenty of mistakes and I think this is an attempt at learning from that by taking a completely different approach mm. yeah uh, <laughs> I think if we are going down this route director of football we just have to continue continue to, to be patient I mean, we. I think we have to expect growing pains. It's just going mm-hmm. to happen. Um, we got to learn, you know. And that's. I think we've already learned some this season that you don't appoint for your first time a director of football who's never been a director of football. Yeah. I think that's lesson one we learned this season. You know, mm-hmm. um, I actually don't want Walsh gone. I'd like him to stay on as a scout. I think he does have an eye for players. Um, I think mm-hmm. he's. He has guided us to some players we wouldn't have necessarily considered, um, but I think he needs a filter. And I think Any a good ones. I, I think Jink Tosin plays well. I think it's just a game. Yeah, I think Tosin, yeah, but I feel like that was our yeah. Paradise's influence, to be honest. No, I think I think that was Mashiri. Oh, well, yeah. he watched them all from, the time. From what I've like heard, is that. all three of them watched him at at one point or another. You know what I mean? Um, and I think behind the scenes, I think. I think each one is trying to take credit for it, but yeah. um, well, hasn't Tosin actually come out and said that Alvice would try to bring him? And no, wanted he did call him beforehand, but it was during that. Oh yeah, yeah, he did. Supposedly, yeah. So, so for me, there's the first contact because obviously Walsh was at um, Leicester. Leicester. I, I'm just going to go ahead and agree with you, David, and say it probably was Allardyce now because yeah, that's the it's, only it's, tangible it's that- proof we have. You yeah. know what I mean? I just feel like the play, it, it, it's we're not going off the hearsay of either, either one of them. We're talking about the player said he was the one that refers to Allardyce. And yeah. I don't know, maybe I'm just trying to pick holes in Walsh because like everyone else, I've kind of had enough of him. But um, yeah, I'll be careful what I say actually because <laughs> you never know who you're going to end up in a room with. So Yeah, see, it, I don't mind Walsh so much. I do think... I do think there's something good there. I think he's had an eye for talent in the past. I think he's done well identifying, helping to identify some young players, maybe. Yeah, that, I um, think that comes along with you know, his, his role as a scout. As, as you say, Jerry, I think he's very qualified and adequate at doing his job as a mm-hmm. scout. And, you know, very exceptional at that. Obviously, as you say, 
first time in the job as a director of football and the first time that football club has had a director of football, mm. obviously you're going to have weight on your shoulders and responsibilities that you know, you're not quite used to. Mm. And you know, as, as you say, it's going to come with growing pains. And uh, if he is to stay on, I wouldn't take a large issue with that because, as he said, he brought in some plenty good players at Leicester. See, if so, we had brought him in as a scout last year, we would have been psyched. Because, oh, yeah, he's yeah, the guy yeah. that found all these players. So that's my, I'm trying to think about it like that, you know? Because um, he, but he be won't fair, be the one in like, charge at that point then, right? Yeah. To be fair, actually, some of the signings he has made have worked out well, but I'll just raise one last issue with it. What does the director of football actually do? So, so let's, let's figure out this, the, 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 the <laughs> let's figure out the, the nice way to say this. Oh, <laughs> I I really have to watch that back. <laughs> uh, so, so I mean, no, he's got a really good point, though. He's got, it actually is no, a good question. Oh no, I wasn't. I, I wasn't someone. I wasn't actually laughing at you, Edward. I was just laughing oh, a little ago. Uh, our our reaction oh, was like, how do we actually that. word this? You know what I mean? Because yeah. I think we all have asked asked that question before. You know? Uh, yeah. It functions oh, yeah, for me. It's like a general manager for yeah. a pro team here in the states. How, how, I think I, what the, the the reason why I think that a director of football would be a great thing to happen for Everton is that obviously from the man, you know, for for for, for many many years, particularly you know under David Moyes, um, the, the next the next one up, so to speak, from David Moyes would be the board, would be Ken Wright, would be Elstone, and as as we know, they're um. Their, their areas of, of specialty do not lie in football. So, so to have someone there, I think it, we were heavily heavily linked with Mark Overmars, and that was a name that I got really excited about mm-hmm. because you know, you know the profile of the man and how he knows the business. It, it's just someone that operates within the world of football and handles the football and aspects of things, identifies what the team needs and where the need, the team needs to improve. So I feel like having a man who can do that. Go on. I was going to say what Max said. <laughs> I thought that he's answering that very well, so I'm just going to jump on that and let him take all the credit for that. Typically, typically someone in that position uh, works with a manager toward bringing in players. Yeah, um, that's, that's what I thought it was. Like, also, though, they, they focus on a candidates for manager as well, though. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Like, it's, fo- it's, football, it's football and operations, basically. Personnel. Oh, okay. Football sense. and personnel, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, so about the Mino Rayola thing and the Mendes, Mendes connection. Okay. Um, I think it's another instance where I think Mashiri's trying to learn from last year. I think he's pissed off that we haven't been able to lock down some of these deals. Some of them have taken forever. I think he finds it embarrassing because you know what? I do too. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. So I think he's trying to figure out any way to. I think he's getting sick of a big talent saying no to us, or we, we have this ridiculous uh, back and forth when it comes to negotiation. So I, I, I think it's, I actually am in favor of it, and I hate saying that because I'm not, I'm not a Rayola, Rayola fan at all, you know? Uh, well, yeah. I, the bank. <laughs> I, I think his, his players that, that he represents are probably, you know what I mean? Um, uh. Yeah. He gets his players big moves usually, so mm-hmm. so yeah. I I like these mo- these moves. I think if if Bronze comes in, Rayola comes in, 
and if one of uh, Mendez's managers comes in, I think it can only help the club. You know, I agree. Um, when when Min- David mentions the ethical stuff, I, I I'm scared because I don't know what they would bring as far as you know yeah. what other dark dark secrets they bring you know in with them. Yeah, you know that, that that is the only thing you get you you're jumping in with the devil a little bit, aren't you? But as I said, it's it's an unethical game these days. So yeah. The hope is, uh, you know, we've got a pretty ethical foundation at the moment, I think. Yeah. I hope. Let's be honest, I don't really know. So. <laughs> yeah, neither do I. I don't think any four of us know anything about anything. So. No, no. no. We're, we're, we're all just rambling. They're opinions. They're opinions. Yeah. Just, like, yeah. just like your arseholes. Everybody's got one. So, guys, <laughs> uh, any, <laughs> deal with that. Uh, yeah. So, so anyway, anything else about this, guys? About these uh, possible moves? Um, nope. Yeah, we're we're conflicted, but it does appear that Everton appears to have learned from last year, which is great. Mm. Um, so for once, yeah, for, yeah, a lesson. It's great. Uh, Season's not all bad, boys. <laughs> uh, I hate to say it, thinking about it like that. This this season was a wash because we just learned stuff. Uh, yeah. I guess that's it for Allardyce, Walsh, Bronze, Raiola. What will become of us? We we should uh, we should get to a Newcastle preview because that is happening this weekend. Um, let me or no, hold on. Like Edward said, it's not this weekend. It's Monday. Monday night football, y'all. <laughs> yeah. When was the last time we actually had Monday night football? I don't know. I hate it's playing on question. Mondays. I, 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 I don't like Saturday not mattering. You know what I mean? Uh, mm. Even if we get crap results lately, I still look forward to it. I'm, I'm mm. Because I'm going to be sad when the season's over. You know, oh, I'm not. I know. I just I miss it. I, you I get was... to watch them on TV, Jerry. That's yeah. not so bad for you. Oh, see, that's you know... that's a really good point right there. That is the difference. What Edward just mm-hmm. said. Keep that in mind, me. Well, well. It, it, to be fair, there's a. It, it's a little bit easier when it's a World Cup year. You know, you get to watch totally. that. I know that is so cool. in front of him. Otherwise, he goes on his ten-minute run. Who's this? <laughs> About the USA national team. Tears in the eyes. Guys, did you know that USA did not qualify for the World Cup this year? No. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be cutting to this really big picture of my middle finger right now. All right, so Newcastle, eh? Uh, here's here's a here's a bunch of stuff about Newcastle. All right, uh, they're sitting tenth in the table. Yeah, they have 41 points. They're 11, 8, and 14. And they have a game in hand over us. Oh, mm-hmm. crap. So, so there's that. Um, their past three matches, 2-1 over Arsenal, 2-1 over Leicester, 1-0 one over, one, one over Huddersfield, and they've won four in a row. Yeah. So Is there some sort of record that they need now? I mean, well, cause, sure. Yeah, because we always give that up, right? Um yeah. So so anyway, let's discuss their possible lineup. And frankly, it's their lineup from last week. 
so yeah, uh, uh, Dubrovka in goal, uh, mm. and of course the U.S. references just keep coming. DeAndre Yedlin in their back line at right back. Uh, Lache- is it Lachelles or Lachelles? Lachelles. Yeah. Uh, that's a good player, though. I've watched yeah. him play. He's he's solid. Uh, Lejeune. Uh, D- uh, I think it's Paul Dummett. Uh, Matt Ritchie, John Joe Shelby, uh, Mo Diame, uh, Kennedy, uh, yeah, from Sh- from Chelsea, who has done quite well over there. Yeah. Uh, Jose Perez, Dwight Gale. You might see some uh, Islam Slimani at some point because uh, I think he's healthy yay. again. Um, what was that? I said, oh, yay. Yeah. Target, so, man. So, I mean, yeah, they're, be fun. they're in good form right now, guys. Uh so that's a thing. Uh, I think our our danger men. I think you got to look at Kennedy. You got to look at Jose Perez and Dwight Gale does score goals. Even though I wouldn't have pinpointed him as a danger man early mm. on in the season. I know you've said it. He'll score a hat trick at home. Yeah, I think I think the Nebraska's been playing exceptionally well as yeah, well. Yeah, he has. He really oh, has. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say all the signings they've made in January have turned up. Yeah, I think I think yeah, as you say there, it's been it's been signings in particular. I think a lot of Newcastle fans would have said themselves they had the particular, you know, the, the the way Rafa Benitez has managed to to turn their season around has been, you know, quite spectacular. Really, they had ultimately a championship level team competing in the Premier League, and uh, as Edward said there, the signings that they've brought in and what Rafa's managed to do with them, as you, as you say, you know, four games unbeaten, not they they're doing really well, and they can go above us if they beat us, can't they? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Even yes. if they win the game in hand, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're we're really close to them. <sighs> it's not. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I'd rather not finish below them. Just saying. Uh, mm. So uh, possible lineup. I think we're all pretty much on the same page with what we think he's going to do in this one. Um, Pickford, Coleman, Keane, Yelka, Baines. I think we all know that's happening, right? Unless he, yeah, for yeah. some reason, throws a throws a something in the Kuna's more in there. Uh, yeah, just let's let's run five in the back. Uh, I'd like to see Ashley Williams giving another goal. Nah. Oh, bold! <laughs> Those of bold you on the podcast can't bold. see his face when he said that. I'm just, just I'm just making sure everybody's still awake. That's all. Yes. There's a chance. I don't know. He may go Funes Mori with four four Keener for one of those guys because maybe he's trying to get uh, you do them a favor and let them get warmed up for World Cup. He put Vlasic in. He put Funes Mori in, and he's been playing Michael Keane like crazy. Maybe he's trying to get those guys some World Cup appearances. I, w- I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't mm-hmm. put it past the club to have instructed him to do that. Let's yeah, put it that, that way. Um, so. Uh, that's the you know keeper in back four, Gay Schneiderlin. Yeah. I think we know that's happening. Um, Will it though? I would think. I think no, the way I'd, they've I'd been. Say, I'd, no, I think. You know, I'm, I'm, I'd actually be as bold to say he'd go Rooney and Davies in instead. I think he'll go for it. I genuinely think he'll go for it because it's at home and it's against a former team of his, and he doesn't really like Newcastle either. So you think he'll go Gay Rooney? Davies. Yep. As the three central I don't know. I'm thinking yep. it's gonna be Gay, Schneiderlin, and Rooney just because he's a stubborn, mm. you know I'll not say a bad word here. Uh, uh-huh. so 
That's what. So uh, Edward thinks he goes Davis and no Schneiderlin, and I think he's going to do pretty much the same thing as last time. Um, yeah. Walcott, Belasi, and Tosin. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Do we pretty much agree that's mm. what's going to happen? Yeah, I yeah. think that's what he'll go for. Now, I would prefer DCL over Belasi. Yeah, okay. I, 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 I literally wouldn't start Belasi again this season. I think he has to yeah. earn his place from the bench. He has to come on yeah. and do something to kind of earn his, earn his shirt at the moment. I'd agree. Yeah, I've got an, um, I've got a piece coming out on Belasi sometime soon just because, you know, his performance have just been really subpar, haven't they, really? You yeah. know, they, he hasn't produced enough. So I, I Where agree. will they be able to check that out, Max? Yeah, they will, but you know, with it being four of us, there's no time for plugs, mate. <laughs> um, a modest man, right there. Yeah, yeah I want, I, 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 I want to see, I want to see Calvert Lewin get back in that side after, after you know his influence on the derby. He looked good. I, I really, really want to see Calvert Lewin come back in. Yeah, that's the main one that I would like to see. Um, I also wouldn't mind seeing, and uh, I, I wouldn't mind seeing somebody come in for Rooney. I've got a if if I was to I I go with the same back line and keep it my midfield uh, as David said that this the season really is dead now I I'd, I'd mix it up in the midfield I go class and gay and Vlasic that'd be fun that'd be fun to watch exactly you know you've got the kind of I don't I don't want to say lackadaisical because I think that's quite insulting to his style but you know the one touch two touch style of clashing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the high energy impress of Vlasic and, and Gay, I think they complement each other quite well. I'd love to see that. I'm glad yeah. you said that. Yes. I don't say that often to anybody. I usually just nod my head and do this. But no, that's great. I love that idea. Just because I have no idea what the hell would happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just go for you it. You know. <laughs> Just like we've been saying literally all season, just go for it. Yeah, I just worry he's not going to take Rooney out after Rooney got, you know, I feel like he's going to keep starting Rooney because of the, you know, anger at the Derby. I'd still start Rooney. I wouldn't. I would, I would, I'd start him. I wouldn't keep him for the whole 90, but Definitely I'd say not the 90. Start, start, start Rooney and then maybe bring on Klaassen for him. Mm. Or start class and then bring Rooney on later to like alter out the different style of play, like Max says, to do like the one touch football class and and then like the long ball, but the correct pass from Rooney and that. Mm. David, what, work. Do you, what are you thinking, Dave? It's. It's difficult because, as as I've said in the previous video, the, the, we're looking at friendly games with Premier League tags at the moment. There's, there's, it's another nothing game. I suppose the only difference with this one maybe is Newcastle are right on our heels, so we, we'd probably like to build a bit, of, a, a bit of space between us and them just in terms of at least finishing in top 10. Um, yeah. For the but, sake of, for the sake of, sorry to cut, for the for the sake of of ninth and for tenth, I think you know the the experiment experiments worth it in my opinion. You know, for the, for the it's, it's of, hard. For, my issue is though, which is all right. Joking aside, I pulled the face when you asked me there, but I have no belief that he will experiment. So it's hard hmm. for me to get excited over that idea because I don't believe he will. You know, and for me, well, for all, hope, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah, we think, why wouldn't you put Klassen in there? You've got put the former Ajax captain sitting in, in your reserves, get him in, Vlasic, Sharp, let's get him in. Who else can we put in? You know, mix it up a little bit. You've got nothing to lose. But I don't know, I think he just wants to just limp over the line. Whatever line he's built for himself, he wants to get over there without... without to be honest, I, if, you, if you're using that metaphor, I think in his own opinion and in his own estimation, I think he's very much... He thinks he's over the line anyway. Then yeah, why is he playing think, for draws? But in his head, I genuinely think he would think, I don't want to risk getting another defeat this season, so let's just... Well, hasn't, just hasn't he actually... Like, sorry, hasn't he actually said in press conferences... Um, or, like, apparently he said, with Klaassen, I'd love to give Klaassen a go, but then if he doesn't play well, it's, well, like, it's me that gets the discredit in that. Not exactly, Klaassen. yeah, I think he, that's exactly it, mate. I think it's, I, I, I still just think he, in his head, he's, he's more bothered about losing than winning. Um, I don't think he wants to risk any unknown. Um, so it's just, I think it's just going to be another, another dull game. Uh, wouldn't surprise us if we won. Wouldn't surprise us if we didn't. It's just, yeah, it's it, it's, it's just, just nothing now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's just really Maybe flat. Games come to that. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I I like the idea of uh, the possibility of some of these newer players starting to get get integrated. Some of the younger players getting some minutes. I like seeing younger players. You know, if Vlasic plays, I, I can't wait to see him get some time and actually get the ball. Because he barely yeah. touched it on mm. Saturday. Because he had hardly any time. I'd love to see. Yeah. I see. I'm. I'm. I, th- those are the things that I'm really excited about when it comes. To, but I agree with David. I don't think he's going to experiment much. Uh, I think he's thinner skinned than he acts like he is, and I think he doesn't. He doesn't like it when people are giving him grief. And I don't think he wants to lose any games coming up. You know. And so he'll mm. he'll play not to lose. You know. Uh, yeah. That's what I see happening. Um, so yeah. Although I will say, I want what Max said. I want him to play that. Uh, I'd love to see it. It'd just be fun. And you know mm-hmm. what? If we get if we get pelted, then it happened when we were trying to give kids experience. Yeah. You know. But you know, yeah. Edward said something earlier about um, about. I think it was a joke he said about we won't see Vlasic again now. You know, this is this is what he don't he, he did do with class, and he brought him on for that kind of was it about fifteen minutes? The kind it's of Brighton, Brighton, yeah. Brighton, yeah. And we thought, oh, he's going to maybe phase him in for the the last part of the season. Has he even been making the match squad since? Not nope. you know not this past week. Not at all. It wouldn't surprise me if Vlasic was nowhere near the, the bench on the weekend or Monday. Never mind, never mind in the starting eleven. Um, mm. It's like. It, I don't know. I was like, it's like he plays a sick game with his players, and you know where he kind yeah. of brings them in and just sucks them back out. So. He's either doing that or he's cycling through, trying to show them that working hard in practice will put them on the bench. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so it could be he's using the match day squad as incentive to work hard to get to to meet your certain. There's certain levels he wants you to meet in terms yeah. of data. You know what I mean? Certain yeah. stats he wants you to meet in practice to be able to earn your way there. So maybe yeah. he thinks Vlasic did it, and that's why he's on. And maybe that's why yeah. Klaassen sometimes does it. I, I, that's the only it's thing weird. that makes sense to me, you know? Because p- being a masochist and <laughs> and being playing sick games, well, that's just that's just not 
That's terrible. <laughs> I, mm. I'm trying to think maybe there's a reason for it. And that's that's the only yeah, thing I could think of. Like, I'll give, like, a special mention. Like, I was... I'll, I'll say, like, my dad was a bit of a supporter of Alan Dice in the way that he wanted him to do well. He wanted to give him a chance and get him to do well. And he actually made a good point to me and said, well, Alan Dice should use this time now. That we've not got anything we've got out of relegation in a way. He'd use this time to actually give the players another go, or he'd get at least a go. And if we lost games, but at least if he explained to fans, instead of just keeping it all to himself, or just basically saying the stuff that we don't want to hear, uh, like you say, playing these sick games and that, at least if he was honest and said, we'll go for it in this game. If we lose, we're sorry, but we'll go for it. Mm-hmm. I think fans would be a lot more accepting and would think, maybe we'll stick with him for another season. You know, if he went for it, but. Like now, I think he's just, he's lost everyone. He's lost the players and that. And I've heard rumours that apparently there's like mini revolutions and that going on behind. A lot of clicks. Behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, why? We said, that, said that months ago, didn't we? Said about the clicks. Yeah. Said you can tell the, the team's full of it, you know, where certain, certain players don't seem to be close to other players and yeah. that type of thing. I don't know, Edward, I agree with you. I mean, I think he also resents that defensive park-the-bus reputation that he has. I think he hates it. And why not, why not use now to, you know, set up attacking sides, prove that you can manage attacking football teams? You know what I mean? Actually break out of that. Why not? What do he you ha- literally he have hates, to lose? He hates, he hates the label, but he just doesn't choose to take it off, basically. Yep. He's so scared of losing face that he doesn't take a risk. Mm. You know? Fair, fair point, gentlemen. So, no, greater, no greater danger than playing it safe. Guys, anything else about, about this? Uh, I mean, we're, I'd say the only possibility that maybe gets us the slightest bit excited is, is that maybe some people will get to play who don't normally get to play. Have yeah. we done our score predictions? No. No, we should oh. do that. Max first, then David. 2-1 the Blues. David. 1-1. One, one. Edward. 3-0. He's going to go for it, I think. I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, yeah, 1-1. One, one. Somebody Ooh. always manages to steal my thunder, and this time it's David. Thanks, man. <laughs> Why do you? You know, you should. You you've known from previous experiences that you should go first with the score prediction. <laughs> then you don't. Then you go, don't get it's, into these little. Yeah, moods it's in that it's, a, it's okay. I'm not. If I was genuinely hurt or upset, uh, yeah, I, I would go first. You know, but nothing hurts me. I'm I, I'm impervious. Oh, That's totally untrue. I'm a sensitive. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's it then, guys. Uh, Edward predicts a, a, a huge blowout. Uh, Max predicts a, a, a narrow victory. And David and I predict uh, another snooze fest draw. Yeah. Miserable sods. Yeah, we are, David and I. Uh, but we are, I will, I will point out, we're, we're older and possibly a little more jaded. Uh, <laughs> I love you like how I yeah, David likes how how I just uh, grouped him in with the forty year old. Just saying. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm so happy with that. <laughs> Clearly, I need a shave or something to just bring those years back down. And stay away from 
from the, uh, the, the OAP over there. <laughs> See, that's why I shaved so I could look more youthful. Just saying. Uh, yeah. I guess that's it. That uh, That is the end of our Newcastle preview. And that wraps, that is also the end of our that our 50th podcast, 50th anniversary. We've done 50 of these things. All right. Happy anniversary, guys. I, I, I bought you boring American opinions. Uh, so, <laughs> so, uh, so, guys, uh, yeah, that's, that's it. Uh, thanks a lot for tolerating me for this long, guys. Hopefully we can make this uh, continue. That would be awesome. Do uh, 100. Yes. Yes, 100. Who knows when 100 will happen? Midsummer, mm-hmm. when we're talking about you know random transfer rumors, or early uh, early in the 2018-19 uh, campaign. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for the podcast people, please subscribe to the Toffee Blues podcast. If you're digging our YouTube channel, please please subscribe. We're we're trying to get those subs up. That'd be sweet. Uh, we do have a caption contest. Here is the photo. And now you've seen it. There you go. Uh, yeah. What do you think? Uh, I anticipate uh, a lot of people comparing Big Sam to a frog because he does look like a cartoon frog at times. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, but yeah, throw your comments down below in the comments. Uh, yeah. Ravey frog. Throw your captions down there in the comments. That's what I meant to say. Uh, so, yeah, I guess that's it, guys. Thanks so much. Um, much love to you. Uh, yeah, for... For David, Max, Edward, and myself, who who is called Jerry, uh, thanks a lot. All right, and uh, anything else, guys? No. All right. Thank you for getting us to episode fifty. Happy fiftieth! Yeah, thank you everybody for that. Appreciate it. All right. I'm out. Bye. Adios.